0: Hello,
1: Lay Film listeners. Welcome to episode four of our breakdown of the television Netflix series, The OA. Um, Episode four, titled OA. I am your co host, Richie, and here is my co host, Patrick. Welcome back, Pat. Um, We're in the midpoint now of the series. Mm -hmm. And we're getting clued in on the mystery of Hap's experiments. And in this episode, we have Homer and the rest of the captives uh, lining up a plan to figure out what to do. And this is after Prairie comes back from her second NDE. Um, what did you think of Prairie coming back from her NDE? And spoiler alert, she comes back with her vision.
2: Yes.
3: Uh I
2: I liked her. It seems like a it fits into her name, I assume, but it's like a bit of a primordial maybe landscape. I'm trying to think. Kind of like mm. tide pools maybe, but like dried out. Or it's just hills. It's uh it's different than another person's NDE realm or whatever plane they go to. It's more mm-hmm. of a modern one, so that hers is uh yeah, it seems primal or yeah, it seems far older than the other characters one we see. And uh I like I like returning to the mirror room. With the stars. Uh a little bit of impossible geometry, I think, because it's like a small shed. Mm-hmm. Kind of outside. And then she goes in. I know there's mirrors, but she also walks a good deal more inside than it looks from the outside. So yeah, it's it's not it's not limited by our concepts of physics or reality. Uh yes. she we uh our return to the character... I forget her name. Katoon. Katoon. Uh, I was trying to look at her shirt for details again this time as well.
1: Yes, I tried to look at it too. Now, since you mentioned it uh, in the first episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, She's there. And then uh, we see Prairie given a choice again where it's either to... What... the. The choice is to not, is obviously to continue on more, like return yep. to life, as well as, uh, but this time the thing they take away uh, is a little more upsetting,
3: maybe. Absolutely.
2: Uh, yeah, it's her dad, who's, uh, Papa. Passing, yeah, briefly passing through, whatever realm, they're at as like the final temptation. Where, yeah, she's given the option of, like, you can return with the bird? And the yes. Way she,
1: yeah. To, yeah, to return with the bird swallowed whole. Or, oh, that's before she knew, right? Before she made the choice. Yeah. Um, or to stay with her father and live in peace. Basically forever, right? Which is to die. <laughs> it's
2: a good deal. But, it's, yeah, it's a little... I remember going, oh, man, I hope that's still on the table later on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if she uh, dies for the third time.
2: <laughs> yeah, or when like, she's like, finally, re- like, okay, I'm ready to rest. It'd be pretty BS if there's like heaven rules or whatever realm rules. <laughs> like, no, we'll you made the me. deal.
1: Well, fool me once, Pat. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Fool me a third time. Yeah, that's Who's the shame on? <laughs>
2: made me question, like, is this heaven or is this like a elaborate hell where she keeps getting deceived to <laughs> give up more and more and more? And, more and re- return to Earth and suffer more and more and more. That'd be pretty dark.
0: <laughs> but I we'll uh,
2: see. Yeah, we will see. I, I, I'm going to be so mad. If, maybe not really, but if it pays off, I won't be mad. But. uh Yeah. I have like multiple theories from this episode. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, Want to lay it out? Uh the well the first one is connected to the bird. And that's one of those it's it connects to one of my uh side pet projects or weird fascinations with like the uh conspiracy forums.
1: Mhm. Wait, wait, wait. Are you going to talk about birds not being real?
2: No, not that not that level. Although oh, I do okay. I like the ones where like helicopters are demons and there's no <laughs> Yeah. I've been on those forums too and gang stalking. Well,
1: Pat, I do a quick aside. When we do get introduced to prayer again in that landscape and the bird is flying by, if you if you watch it in closed captions, it says a robotic squeaking from the bird or something like that. It's like a what? mechanical sound, yeah. From coming from the bird.
2: Yeah.
1: so uh, yeah there's some theories about that tying OA to mechanical birds and saying like is the show saying birds aren't real mm. but she mm-hmm. swallowed
3: a bird i assume yeah. a real bird
2: or it was like a light bird uh, yeah physical but uh with the i'm gonna butcher the name C- cartoon 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 tune described sounds awfully familiar to astral projection, maybe. So I was a like, well, this is gonna be the-. I, was, I raised an eyebrow, like the rock. <laughs> describe to be able to see places or see differently. Mhm. oh uh, yeah, it's like oh, it's gonna be like she's gonna be able to start projecting her consciousness to like investigate hap to investigate a way out or something, maybe.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's a strong theory. I love it.
2: That uh, or I, I still want to figure out how YouTube is connected to it.
0: <laughs> uh
2: but yeah, that's just my little thing. Was, oh is, are we gonna yeah. I don't have I don't think in the episode did we see how she's able to see differently or what Gatoon mentions, or is it just the return of her vision, you believe? Um it, it's
1: a couple things. It's the return of her vision, yes. But she woke up with a feeling, thing different, right? She said it was like a holy grail, a Hail Mary. And we see her in like a, almost like in a trance-like state, right? Like Homer is looking down on her and she does these like intricate movements. Which will be tied, right, to the end of the episode. Yes. When we see somebody else go through that. So, do you have any um, theories on that, Patrick, or was it something that caught your eye?
2: Uh, if, are we jumping to the end or the. Uh, oh, um, just, uh,
1: yeah, like the, from the beginning and to the end, like the, the, the comparison of the two and like what does that mean? Or like, do you feel like there's a greater meaning behind it? These like little intricate oh, definitely. movements they were doing.
2: Definitely, because I think, jeez, uh, you can really this is, this show you can really bust out, I'm gonna bust out the film degree, <laughs> and again go to okay biblical references. Uh,
1: yes, we are film degree graduates.
2: <laughs> but yeah, the bird and the the katan, katoon, katoon. The bird katoon gives her like you know it's kind of a white dove. It's kind of like a Noah's Ark stuff maybe Mm -hmm. the way hap triggers these ndes is through drowning the great flood Mm. Um, and then in homer's nde realm metaphysical thing he falls through into a bathroom the toilets are overflowing uh but the big thing
0: but the two uh
1: the two urinals
2: yeah oh yeah the urinals are overflowing which is it's surprisingly upsetting imagery yes like that, that really grossed me i was like ew right <laughs> but then the aquarium he finds is distinctly reminiscent of the cells that they're all being kept in yes it's like almost one the one except for there's five cells mm-hmm. and then yeah and then he immediately again he grabs i think it's a sea amenemy
1: yeah some kind of like sea urchin or something i have no idea what he swallowed uh, yeah some kind but, of like little sea creature
2: but but has pale silver long hair flowing in the water mm? a little prairie oh. A little blonde oh so yeah i took that as like some connection to the prairie he reaches in one of the cells where the sea anemone is and he eats it so like they're they're possibly connected i don't know what because we end on that scene i believe in this episode but yeah, I think it's a good signaling of like either just Homer and Prairie's connection. Or maybe there's something more that we'll find out. But I, I want a billion percent say that has to be representative of a prairie on some level. hmm Right. It's too
1: direct. Yeah, because remember, she asks Toon, are you like me? And Kantoon says, no, you're the original.
2: Oh, yeah, when Kantoon... Shows her wings.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and uh, K'Toon has... Um, there's some... Uh,
1: what's the word? I do I say it better? Not a... Is this semiology or something? I don't know. It's like some words on her face. That's a card into her face. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I read somewhere what the words on her face mean because somebody translated it. I think it's Arabic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something has to do with angels, like finding angels or
3: something. I have to go back to that. But um but yeah B- besides that point,
1: um we get more of Betty Brodock Allen BBA. Um last episode I misnamed her by accident. I called her Barbara, so I'm sorry. I'm freaking I'm an OA vet. I should not be messing up these names. But yes, we're back to BBA. She is uh Yeah, going through some legal troubles. She has to finalize her brother's life insurance and her brother's will she has to yeah get through that so after oa tells her story they have jesse and steve walk her out and pat before the episode you mentioned seeing mr vu and i totally totally forgot that little detail yes yeah, yeah. yeah so
3: that's gonna maybe there's
2: gonna be a community outreach or, yeah, gossip amongst the community about you know, what the hell's happening here. Mm-hmm. About their yeah. little midnight meetup. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. Or just, I'm not sure. Is he aware Buck's there?
3: I'm not sure.
1: Maybe not, because I know Buck wasn't outside, right?
2: Yeah. No, it's just
1: those two. It's like someone keeps leaving my door open.
0: Maybe.
2: Well, yeah, we're also... <laughs> we... we we have to get back to the real-time drama, maybe. I don't know. But again, this yeah. the show could just it could do it all in maybe one episode. I don't know. I keep expecting like a even more even split, but uh, maybe that's just my own projections. Maybe the show could be yeah. twenty sixty or twenty eighty, sixty four.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it, I believe at that time. It takes place in 2016. Yeah, I think they make that more definitive later on. But uh, I won't go more than that. But um, yeah, so we get more development with BBA. She goes back to the rehab facility along with Steve and Jesse. And this is right after, I believe it's right after we get that conversation between Jesse and Allie, his sister.
0: Correct? Yeah.
3: yeah. Yes. We get a conversation between those
1: two. And Jesse asks Ali if, if it was possible that, that his mom was an angel. And she tells him, well, angels don't commit suicide. In reference to his mother, mother's suicide. Or their mother. And um, yeah, there's a Stranger Things reference which was interesting <clears throat> considering stranger things came out about four months before the OA came out. So they came out in the same year, but different seasons. So that was a neat little nod there. Um, yeah, a little trivia, I believe Brit Marling and Zal Batmanglish uh, met up with the, I think they're the Duff brothers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the creators of uh, the stranger things. And yeah, they would like meet up and have like lunch and stuff, talk about their projects with each other. So it is assumed or speculated that they had exchanged ideas while they were making their shows. Fortunately, one is still going on and the other did not.
3: <laughs> and one is, yeah.
2: <laughs> one is arguably, did, did they take notes? Maybe that's a mean joke. Uh,
1: I I believe there are some, uh, at least there are some cross references oh, yeah, to, um, but... I don't know if Stranger Things references the OA. <laughs> I've only watched the first season, so I don't know if that ever happened, but um, at least the yeah. OA pays respect.
2: Yeah, maybe indirectly, like yeah, the Stranger Things spoilers, but like this, the sensory deprivation tank, the use of water, all that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The nosebleeds.
0: That too, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't want to come across as a hater for Stranger Things, but uh, I'll always be upset whenever I see that show continue and the OA doesn't, because I'm just like, because the comparisons are always there.
2: <laughs> like the, the wrong son died.
0: <laughs>
1: exactly. Um. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I did recently read an article about the OA and Britt Marling's process and why it took them so long to do season two. why It took two and a half years. And how, like, in her process, they had to write all the episodes. They're basically filming an eight-hour film. And they're not... Their show isn't really episodic in, in that kind of format. And... Yeah, just like, yeah, she had a whole post about it on Instagram. How, why it took so long because we were waiting for season two to drop. So, yeah. Yeah, season one took place in 2016 December and then it came out in 2019, I believe in March. So, that was a long time to wait. Imagine that, Pat. I've been, I was waiting <laughs> for a long time.
2: Yeah, it's, that's, a... Uh yeah that's a weird, yeah maybe you said they reference it later, but it's interesting also that's uh, twenty sixteen yes and then twenty nineteen mm that's like on the verge this this is not but yeah it's it's a it's one of those real life fate or I don't know how to describe it, but yeah twenty sixteen is it's the psychic fracture of like the first world western world when <laughs> this season comes out and then twenty nineteen is like the uh the first reports of the pandemic.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah it's pretty maybe they maybe a third season will either fix everything or <laughs> World War Three will kick off. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. we will see.
1: We will see Pat because uh, lots of people continue to believe and i wish i believed that season 2 cancellation was a fake out or no season 3 cancellation uh well n- like not continuing to season 3 but uh yeah maybe eventually you'll find out why but uh yeah i think you're on the money there 2016 was a year uh trump is mm-hmm. in office and yeah, and then we're hitting 2019, and we're, like, nearing the end for uh, of
3: Trump's era. So, um, yeah, I think that was very
1: interesting you brought that up. Maybe the show was on to something.
2: Or it's just, yeah, or when you described, like, oh, it's 2016 and 2019, I'm like, oh, that wasn't, that wasn't that long of a period. But, like, think back psychically, like, it felt like a lifetime. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh yes
3: it feels
2: like plenty has changed it feels like yesterday
1: mm-hmm. especially since we're so used to that yearly cycle of like oh wow well, my favorite show just ended but you know it's gonna come back around the same time next year or a year and a half or so yeah. so the fact that it almost took three years um i would prefer to wait that long especially if they're gonna pump out something uh this is like a passion project of theirs so like I'd rather them make it on their own time than for a studio to rush them oh yeah so um so the end this point about Britt Marling's time and production with the show she referenced that Netflix had this idea to not market the OA at all to just simply drop the season one OA without doing any sort of marketing which I don't know I don't know if that was a detriment to the show because uh, it dropped. I found out from word of mouth. I watched it. I loved it. And yeah, even season two didn't really get much of a marketing flair. So
2: so yeah, that was Netflix's idea.
1: They said, hey, we're going to drop this mystery series and we're just going to let people find out on their own.
2: And again, the mechanical bird?
1: Yes. The mechanical maybe, bird.
2: Uh, maybe the... Maybe a reference to the technological overlords. Um, <laughs> the, writer, the writers would have seen firsthand. Because like I know it's leaked recently. I think maybe it was F- 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 Fukunama, that director? I could be wrong. It talked about trying to pitch stuff to Netflix and he I think he broke an NDA or he just like spilled his gut saying like they have an, they have like an algorithm for certain projects that they will run it through. And then they'll come back with feedback and like, say, really? Yeah. Like, Oh, we like your, we like the concept, but you need to hit these market goals. And it by, and that means including these archetypes or these plot points, and then we'll support you. Like, it's like a condition of you, if you play ball, we'll push your product. And if not, like to hell with you, not to hell with you, but like to hell, like I could see that. Like what's right. Remarks about the OA not getting the same love and attention of other shows. Like, yeah, wow. It's a company, so they must have had a market incentive of like, this show will sell, so let's push it. This show, maybe not as much, but maybe it'll be a sleeper hit, so they still release it out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, that's crazy. I had no idea that that happened.
2: This could um, all be just conspiracies, but it's, it's completely believable to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, I believe it. I believe it. Um, I will say, I am happy that Netflix gave Zhao and Brit, like, total freedom, I felt. It seemed like they got their, the auteur TV treatment, in my opinion, being that, uh, you know, I watched both seasons. They definitely... Got to do exactly what they wanted to do with the show, and that's pretty rare.
2: Yeah, I, I feel it. Only four episodes in, it's, uh, it's taking its time. Like by now, we probably would have had more modern teen drama,
1: right? More, more nudity or sex or violence or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Premise with this, like four episodes in, halfway through the season, there's no like parent confrontation or community confrontation yet
0: Mm -hmm. except for the first episode with steve or is that the second That was the second i got the backwards uh no no
3: no
1: yeah that was the first episode that was yeah where his parents confronted uh nancy and abel right yeah prairie's parents yeah yeah it was quite a bit of a long episode for sure (laughs) Um, Yeah, we had that conversation, but it's been a while since then. But yeah, let's uh, let's segue to BBA mourning the death of her brother and her bonding with Jesse because Jesse also lost his mom and his dad had run out on him. And I really felt for him. And it's hard not to feel sympathetic for both of them. And I really appreciate that their relationship and their bond that they're forming then, and how BBA comforts Jesse in saying that uh, I think she believes she tells him
3: that uh, like some people are just different
0: mm.
1: in their upbringing. It's uh, not that there's anything wrong. It's more that uh, some people are born into non-traditional upbringing. And yeah, I, I kind of like those little moments that they had together. Her talking about the 1964 uh, film with Don Knotts. How her brother loved that film so much, and then um, Steve and Jesse rocking out, and then Steve putting on the um, that retro outfit. Mm. (laughs) I really love that scene, and then BBA like she was starting to break down because like I can't tell if she was feeling extremely sentimental or upset or sad, but maybe it's a combination. I like the yeah,
2: I like that. Characters have connections indirectly as well as they develop their own connections. Like they all yes. I think how many we've seen I don't know if Steve has it but Prairie has a des- a deceased immediate relative Betty has mm-hmm. her brother uh, Jesse has his mom uh, I think Alfonso may have his father or his father again
0: is absent, yeah, which is next to Jesse. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, I think it's
1: yeah, and Buck is struggling with just fitting in to society in general, being a sort of an outcast. So, everyone's got their quirks and their and their what what society would call flaws,
2: yeah, but there's the overlaps too, which is great. Like mm-hmm. Steve and Buck have like an uh, an overlapping
3: like outsider feeling. Yes, and that's what makes them fit into this group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Just like when we go back to Scott, Rachel, Prairie, and Homer, because they're all kind of similar in that in that regard. Uh, Scott, for sure, being the, the one who is the most vocal about Prairie's plan, which is that even though they're lab rats, they need to find a way to control the experiment. And I thought it was so hilarious because when she said that, Scott's like, fuck, I think she got brain damage. (laughs) <laughs> which she did mm. <laughs> but did that resonate with you Pat like when she had woken up with this wisdom and saying hey we have to stop trying to get out but to get in
0: what did you think she meant by that
2: uh. That makes me mostly go back to like the astral projection theory or maybe there's a meta, a metasphere way for them to get
3: help or escape. Maybe when they're
2: being experimented on, if they're able to be conscious and active in wherever they go, that can give them the answer to their freedom is what I Mm -hmm. feel.
0: Okay.
1: That is a... That is much better than what what I would have predicted at the time. (laughs) Because for me, I just went along with everything. And I was just fascinated by what was coming. And I like that she came up with this idea because... It gave them more autonomy because in this situation, they're trapped. Of course... Any human being would want to continue to just try to break out, you know, like in Prison Break or something.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, um, like maybe have a map of the facility and you know think of like plan out the hap schedule. You know, work around that. Like when he does he, you know, eat. When does he take a break? And then, yeah, we we get that when we uh, when hap introduces the the gas the uh, devil's breath mm-hmm. because they had no idea what was the gas doing to them and yeah their whole plan was to suck out enough gas from the from the vent just so just enough so that uh they can pretend to be under under the the guys of devil's breath uh, long enough to remember what Hap is doing to them in these experiments. But Scott is the only person who refuses because he is not trying to die and he doesn't want to meet his fate earlier than everybody else's. And he is also, as we find out, a drug addict
3: or a heroin addict.
2: No, no, yeah, his... Uh... His uh, vocal nature is what accidentally helps him find out what the gas is mm-hmm. when he, like, does an offhand. I think it's, a, I forget exactly what it was. Oh, yeah, he says, take a bow. That's like a joke for their plan failing miserably, it seems. And then she yeah. gets up pulsively bows and then he, yeah he does more things and it's like oh it's like a mind-controlled serum type gas
1: yeah and then he has her like sucker thumb like a baby
3: yeah and that is when they realize wow
1: the gas is making them compliant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they're in this like hypnosis like state And it makes it easy for Hap to control them, to bend them to his will. Mm -hmm. So we find out that when it was time for Homer's turn to be put under the gas, uh, they were able to do it enough so that Homer could remember. And he's wheeled in to uh, Hap's lab And he straps him in. And we do get a preview of Hap's findings. So, yeah, Pat, what what did you take away from Hap's findings and these recordings?
2: Uh, At first, I thought they were... I thought it was like some overly complex thing. Like... (sighs) Like... uh, like I don't know why, but like the with the way the audio played, I was like, Homer was like being arrested, it sounded like, or being like interrogated, or like he was like daydreaming. I was, I figured, like, was he being, char- was he given a task under the gas to do something and he's getting caught doing it, but like Hap was monitoring the results of him being caught, and then Homer comes back at the end or something. Mm hmm. Like he's going out and try to steal a car. And then they're like, what, who are you? What are you doing? And they right. Say, I'm Homer. And they're like, oh, you're not Homer. I think they say or something along those lines. hmm. Right. They ask
1: him, like, do you know a Dr. Roberts?
2: OK. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't fully. I uh,
2: based on the end episode, it has to do with Homer's. Metaphysical plane type thing. Or he seems to be more in a, it looks like an asylum, maybe. Or hospital. It's hard to say exactly. I'm going to say Mm -hmm. asylum, though.
1: Yeah, some sort of facility.
2: Yeah. And yeah, so when when that was revealed, I was like, oh, it must be. From. Homer's uh, NDE. Plane. He's recording Mm -hmm. somehow, like how they record cats visions to show that. Cats perceive people as cats sometimes, or the faces. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, you must be doing something like that with them when they're
1: right. Because yeah, we do find out that Hap is recording their NDE like soundscapes, yes. which is uh, pretty crazy. It's very out there. It does make me think, like, oh shit, um, could this be a real thing in real life? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, because a little, little quick aside. Again, the this show is based off of the accounts of NDE participants, and the uh, Zal and Brit based it off of. Um, I think it's a psychiatrist or psychologist. It's his uh, recount of these 150 participants that talk about their NDES. I would have to look up the book again. But yeah, this is basically what the show was based on. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was very, very interesting. I would have thought maybe like, oh, is it based on Lost? You know, Twin Peaks? But no, it's not. Uh, yeah, the show is pretty much conceived off of these case studies. And, and and even some of Zaa uh, Zabat Manglish's, uh some of his, like his upbringing, like his culture, where he grew up. Uh, he was born in Paris, France, but he's Iranian, he has Iranian parents. So some of his heritage is incorporated into the show. Um, so yeah, it was from Raymond Moody's 1975 book, uh, Life After Life. So yeah,
3: it's a uh, very interesting account.
1: So yeah, we get more of his experiment, and Homer gets put under this drowning machine. Yes, I'm not sure how it works. Do you have any ideas on how it works, Pat? Like, so do you think like he just drowns them, and there's some kind of device that goes into their ears? Is he like,
2: I think to the like ear scan for
1: the... brain
2: yeah, so activity? The thing, yeah, the ear thing may be... That's probably how they get the, the audio. Uh, my I just remember my. I think it's like flatliners, something similar. <laughs> but yeah, I remember like drowning seems maybe it's thematic. I was like, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of a harsh way to recreate. Uh, I'm trying to think how to word this. Because yeah, they. Uh, He fills their lungs with oxygen or water so they don't get oxygen to their brain and blood so their heart can't beat. And then it looks like they have some kind of vest on, which I assume shocks them. Mm. To resuscitate them. But like that's a bad combination with the water. (laughs) It's like the water's still in their lungs. They got to get it out before they can even like. Yeah, if you recess, if you shock their heart, the water's still in their lungs, it's not going to do anything. But yeah, it's a TV show. The science doesn't have to be perfect. Right. Uh, yeah,
1: because drowning was one of the most painful deaths a, a human being can experience. Yeah, probably top five. Um,
2: it's, yeah, it's up there, they say.
1: yeah, with like with burning to death, freezing and seppuku. Is that how, how you, what you is that what you call it the, the yeah. knife to the ch- or the the yeah the sword the to the chest yes, in Mishima. Um, yeah, if you're listening this far, listen to Pat's recommendation of Mishima: A Life in Four Chapters.
2: Only film. Have, yes,
1: from our
3: flagship show. That check that out, but um.
1: So yeah, so yeah, we we get that the taste of his experiment. Uh, it's mm-hmm. also, it's obviously awful. Um, at this point, Hap is a sadistic, evil son of a bitch. I really hate him. Uh, it's just it just feels inhumane. Mm-hmm. Even though Prairie or OA likes to say that he's not evil, he. What does she call him? She says he's not evil, but she calls him something else. He is really trying to do this experiment just so he can release to the world that there's nothing to be afraid of after death. There is life somehow. And yeah, I mean, we get that interrogation between her and Hap, right? Where He doesn't know that she can see, but he's like asking her about her experiences, you know, like if there was colors, he's asking about the color blue, was there sunshine? Was there a person there? And she was able to pass the test through his lie detector because even though she saw Katoon, I was happy that she did not talk about Katoon because like, I don't know, who knows, right? Maybe Hap would have tried to find her. But she talked about her father, so.
2: Yeah, which is the truth. That's how you beat the lie detector test.
1: Yes, by telling a different truth.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I worry when that comes out that uh, Prairie's probably, because of who she is, it seems, is going to be his number one test subject. Yes. Yeah, because Homer's is kind of
3: Uh, Probably not what he's looking for. It's hard to say though.
1: Yeah, it's hard to say in the moment. But let's get to, to the end, in which we do see Homer going through his NDE. He he lands inside some kind of facility from from the he was like crawling through these vents, and he sees a spider. He tries to grab it so he can swallow it, but he falls through. Um, but before that, I think there was like an arm, right? Or something was sticking out.
2: Yeah, an arm reaches up yeah. through like the, the ceiling plane.
1: Yes. So someone tried to grab at
2: him. And... I want to say it was himself. Because that person was also naked, it looks like. Hmm. Or mostly naked
1: are you willing to put that on the line pat is that your babe ruth that's
2: that's that's a good prediction i want to say that guy had a similar muscle build (laughs) and yeah that that would be an unsettling aspect of uh Mm -hmm. yeah it's the doppelganger fear and all that stuff yeah
1: imagine you get cast pat to just be the arm that goes through
2: Some pale, skinny arm. (laughs) Imagine we get paid to do that. To be an arm or be a corpse. Yeah, a little anything role, essentially. Be the background voice actors. Hey, you. How'd you get here? Come back here. I want ketchup. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But, um, yeah. So he falls through. He runs through the hallway, he, uh, he grabs like a, a robe to put on, because he's mm. essentially like half naked. And yeah, like you mentioned earlier, um, he sees the, the fish tank, the glass prism that looks like the exact same prison that they're in, up basement, which is a really great catch, great detail. Yeah, swallows the sea urchin. And yeah, and when he goes back, he uh, doesn't feel that much different at first. He says that he doesn't think he feels it in him yet when he speaks to Prairie Mm -hmm. and he falls asleep and then Prairie observes and we see Homer in a trance. Uh,
2: Doesn't something happen right before he falls asleep? That's also probably important. What happens? Isn't that, isn't that when she sh- she shares she's like, I'm the uh Oh right. She's, yes. She says it different first and then she says it correctly. Like I'm the Yes Awe, which I think is yes. a Awe is something. <sighs> my cultural ignorance is showing. <laughs> Awe is something religious. I I'm not sure if it's Judeo or what? Mm. I think it's a word from for God or something like that, or maybe something else. Oh wow! I could be wrong though.
1: Maybe you're onto something.
2: Maybe that's just a yeah. This could all be a misremembering, misremember, uh, false memory. But
1: yeah. No, I think I think you're hitting something there because yeah, she she first she says that she's like away away. Away, and then she says, "Oh, well, that doesn't feel right yet." Um, from the slip of her tongue, and yeah, we kind of get almost like the origin of what she goes by now. And yeah, yeah, we get the the Homer. He does a little of these little intricate movements.
3: What could they mean?
2: not sure but it's it's of great importance it's been three years and homer's looking rough
1: yes oh yeah that is also a little tidbit that we kind of glossed over yes it's been several yeah several years now because i think so or she says at least a year right at least a year goes by
2: i think it's isn't it three with homer being like the primary subject oh
1: right right so yeah so cuz homer was there a year and a half before she did right yeah so i think it's been a year over a year for oa but it's been yeah much
3: longer for homer okay so so yeah it,
1: uh, the episode ends on that and we get that little light again at the end with oh. the letter o
0: right
2: Letter O, I took it as a halo immediately. <laughs> oh, the angle. a halo! Yeah, it was, oh, it's uh We've been seeing it from like a above angle or like a mm. or like blurred, so it makes a circle. That's just a sphere. uh. You know, it's, it's, it's getting more defined, and it's yeah, it's, or it could be an O. They're literally the same symbol.
1: No, that, no, that's a good eye. I, I totally forgot about that detail, but. I'm going to go with you on that. I think, yeah, I think you're right. It's probably a halo. Um,
2: Maybe. could be. It glows. That's the thing. The angle, it looks like, it, yeah, that's <laughs> it's not like an angle where you can see it above someone's head and it glows. Yeah. So, oh, that must be a halo.
1: Um, yeah. So I also forgot to mention, I don't recall what the intro looks like, like the image. Do you remember what the image was? I do not remember.
2: I think it's water. Mmm. I could be water. wrong. I think it's like a water flowing, or like maybe it was CG, or maybe it was like a a dyed wall or water in slow motion. But I want to say it was like it said away. Yes. Or, and then I think it's like like a slow motion like water flow happening or spill. like I, I want to look it up so bad now. <laughs> it's.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to make it a habit to remember these intros because they always have some kind of visual importance.
2: I'm 90% sure it was like water doing something. Or maybe it was smoke. I, God damn it, could have been both.
1: Okay, I'm looking through it right now. It's water, like
2: you okay. said. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: but it's a person. There's a person there. Oh, behind like they're almost like a silhouette okay like a shadowy figure with their hand raised
3: but and then the water goes away like smoke
0: okay okay
3: so yeah that's interesting i i
1: I had no idea that's what it looked like but um yeah it's quite the astounding imagery that that we have here and i uh need to keep track For every episode, because I feel like there is significance to them.
2: Oh yeah, a billion percent. I I completely wrote it off for the most part until you just asked about it. I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's important.
1: (laughs) Yeah, or maybe I could be reading too much into it. Who knows? But uh,
2: No, all three of those things, it has to be. It has to be.
1: Yes. Yeah, because you don't really... Yeah, usually with these sort of intros, you just get the intro or the theme song or the music right, and you get the credits. But uh, it just continues on.
3: It's like uh, chapter by chapter. But,
1: yeah. um, Any closing thoughts before we end the episode?
2: Uh, I think I spilled all my theories. Uh... Uh I'm enjoying the show. This felt like another and it's maybe it's not fair to the show <laughs> cuz stuff is happening. But uh maybe it's cuz we're at the halfway point, but it feels like it has a uh like a intro hook some character stuff and then we get exposition for these two episodes 3 and 4 and maybe Like it felt it feels like we're getting more into it now. Like the We're definitely getting more less like three was the biggest exposition, and this one feels like we're getting exposition here and there, but then we're also getting action. Yes. From in the past and then the present with the main five characters. And it's like, oh okay, we're gonna I could Yeah, I was just I was just remarking on yeah, it's another exposition exposition heavy feeling episode but i know we're probably gonna go somewhere with all this
1: yeah i completely understand where you're coming from the show definitely has this deliberate pace to it in which it does not try to do anything too flashy or conventional um the hook is all about the mystery and it's all about the build-up and it's about whether you're in for the story And yes, this episode, I like that it was mostly Prairie's continuation of the story. Even though I do like all the present day stuff, we want to get into the meat of the story, right? We want to find out like what is going on and we get more of that. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, we'll get more of that on episode five. Um... So yeah, Patrick, thank you again for joining me on this OA journey of ours. Um, I always appreciate having you on. It's, uh, yeah, it's been wonderful just to share this with you. And I can't wait to see if your theories check out, because that's the most fun for me to listen to right now. Just to, just to see you, hopefully Babe Ruth, at least one one of these theories.
2: <laughs> hopefully. I hope this whole time you're not sitting there, arms crossed. Like, Pat, you idiot! It's like Pat, you almost had it. I got, I got too much film student brain.
1: I'm like the the anime character who's like anxious. It's like, oh my god, is he is he ready to knock this out of the park? And then I fall
2: flat. <laughs> you're like nanny. Yeah, I'm gonna. I won't be on episode eight if that happens.
1: <laughs> I'll just be in here by myself. Uh, yeah. Pat will not be joining us today.
2: <laughs> I'll have a written statement for you.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's uh, Pat's will, <laughs> so to speak. But that will conclude our episode for. Thank you, Late Film listeners, for tuning in once again. And hopefully, some LA fans are here. Uh, yeah, uh, Patrick, we usually don't do this, but uh, do, you, do you want people to follow you anywhere? anywhere Instagram?
2: Uh, no, or we can just okay. Not hey, high. High. Follow the film channel. Follow the <laughs> Lay Film Instagram.
1: Yes. Yeah. Follow our Lay Film Instagram. We'll have it in the description. Uh, lay Film Podcast. And yeah, feel free to check out our content. And we'll see everyone next time.
0: Papa. Papa. Here.
3: Papa.
2: He can't hear me. No, he cannot. But he could. You can go with your father and be
1: in painless Or you can take the bird and find out who you really are. That isn't a fair Fair choice. To exist is to survive unfair choices. Join him. He's right outside waiting for you. I get back to the others. Now you know sacrifice. Now you are ready for what comes with this gift.